Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Today we're welcoming producer and DJ Jeremy onto the show, aka Mom. So welcome, how are you today? I'm really good, thanks. Uh, actually, I'm very excited to release my new album this week, and uh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I bet, very exciting. What is it like yeah. working on music and releasing music during a pandemic? Uh, actually, it was a very busy year. Um, of course, I had to cancel some gigs. Uh, I already, um, um, I only had uh, one show this summer. It was very weird because uh, uh, there was uh, social distances, mask, nobody dancing, no dance floor. So I took this year off the stage to compose and record my Flashback FM album. And I was supposed to visit Ricky Ducati in LA, but we finally worked separated. He's in LA and me, I stayed in France. Where are we speaking to you from today? Um, actually, I am living in Nice. Uh, it's a city in the south of France, uh, on the French Riviera, close to Italy. So I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I call you uh, from my uh, home studio. Mm, lovely. Must be a nice place mm. to live. Yeah, yeah, it's very hot, uh, even in uh, in winter, so it's good. Oh, it's mm. snowing here. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the, um, it's like uh, you have a lot of uh, nature around, and uh, so it's very inspiring to to sometimes uh, take a bowl of fresh air. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, actually, um, I, I lived in Paris before, and uh, but it's very different. Yeah, I'll bet. And um, so what was last year like for you? How many plans did you have and what was cancelled for you in terms of music? Uh, how many plans cancelled the last year? Um, actually, I don't know, but a lot of gigs. Uh, I, was, I was not supposed to tour uh, um, around the world, uh, but uh, yeah, I had some... Uh, Actually, the club uh, are uh, closed, and it's uh, yeah. Actually, it's I'm not. Um, I, I'm, it's weird because I, I really like to be at home and uh, and write music at home. Uh, I uh, really prefer to to stay at home than uh, than touring. Actually, so okay. So that must have been nice for you in a way to be at home. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I can be focused on my uh, on my stuff, on my synthesizer, <laughs> everything. Okay, so what did you end up doing last year to fill your time? Have you been working in the studio most of the time? Yeah, um, actually, I um, I'm working uh, as a mom uh, for for my own project and for my own album, uh, but sometimes I also uh, work for. Um, other uh, other people and uh, I produce music f- any kind of music so I really love uh, rap and rap to pop uh, um, actually I, um, I, I I always been uh, interested in computers machine keyboard and software so I decided to um, to try uh, with my own track so now it's really part of my work as I produce my tracks, but I also produce music for other artists from rap to music. And sometimes I can mix and master um, if needed. Okay. And were you always interested in music as a child? Mm, 
Actually, I, I uh, yes, I got my first piano lessons at six years old, and and since then I uh, I never stopped. Uh, one mom, one of my uh, uncles was a musician, so he was a huge influence for me and offered me my lessons and instruments that my mother could not afford. Um, I learned the piano, the guitar, and later as a teenager I got my first rock band. And after I, uh, I discovered the, um, the synthesizer, the software, and, uh, and the electronic music. Okay. And um, so when did you first get into music production? Uh, I guess when I started mom. Uh, before that, I composed and performed in a rock band, but we were not really producing our track uh, or recorded full albums. Uh, it was really uh, uh, homemade. <laughs> Uh, with mom, I had to do everything by myself, and because I was interested uh, in uh, electronic music, uh, we just dis- I decided to 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 do it with my uh, with my own stuff. Uh, so also, I produce music for other artists, from rap to pop to rock, and and that I think yeah, I, I can mix also and master. I, I really love do everything actually. Okay, and are you a self-taught producer? Did you learn off YouTube, etc.? Yeah, uh, I never been a DJ school or something similar. Uh, yes, um, it took me years, and I spent a lot of time in my studio with uh, tutorials uh, before something could come out. Uh, but um, it, it definitely, it definitely worth it. As a feeling, I've, I feel really independent now in my production. So I feel I can do a full project by myself and it's uh, very rewarding. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, so after making it big with your hit Aloha, which has had more than 200 million streams and it's been certified triple diamond. So you follow, you gained a following in France and internationally, didn't you, with your first album Panorama? So that was released in 2016. So what was that period of your life like adjusting to that? Um. Actually, I released Aloha back in uh, 2015. Um, at that time, I wasn't signed or supported by any major label. I uh, uploaded my sound uh, on SoundCloud. So my philosophy was to move to Australia, start a road trip and compose my first album, Panorama. Uh, so I, visit, I visited, I've been visited uh, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, and all, all the, the East Coast. Uh, but one week before my flight, I got a call from Universal Music. Uh, they wanted to me to sign uh, uh, my first contract, actually. And I said, OK, but I, I just want to move to Australia and, and follow my own, uh, my own way. And uh, we agreed on this. And my work was to finalize Panorama in only six months uh, in the van. <laughs> so uh, I, I had no love uh, not a lot of uh, years. Uh, actually, I, I bought uh, a very cheap uh, sound card and guitar and, uh, I, and I composed everything. Uh, uh, very, um, it was very hard, actually, but uh, I really loved it. It's, it's like uh, a concept, really homemade. Then um, my manager called me and he called me, I came back, come back in France. Uh, your track is everywhere on TV, on radio and radio. It was, it was crazy because uh, I didn't expect that. And I, w- I went from living in a van with my fiance and my instrument to performing on giant stage and getting support from, uh, 
French and international media. Uh, I, I can't, uh, now I can't believe it now, but one year later, I started an international tour and I did my first show in the USA and it was like a dream. Wow, big change then. Yeah, 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 a twist in my life. <laughs> Definitely. So did you have a feeling when you finished Aloha that it would go on to be that big? Uh, actually, yes, I felt that it could be very, uh, very trendy. Uh, at that time, um, I, uh, I, I spoke with uh, the channel uh, The Sound Unit on YouTube and uh, they upload my, my song. And uh, I think the voice, the melodies, the fact that electronic music was rising in France and Europe uh, helped. Um, I could not predict that my life would change that much, but yes, uh, to be honest, I had a good intuition. And as we say in France, I, I think I, a feeling that it was the one, you know, mm, okay. I, I, I really had this feeling. Yeah, you just had a feeling and you knew. That's interesting mm. then. So um, mm. how do you know for you when a song is finished? Because obviously sometimes perfection can be the enemy of progress, can't it? Yeah, it's a very hard question, actually. <laughs> um, sometimes it takes years, uh, really. Uh, it's, uh, so I, I think when I can listen to the song at any time, anywhere, uh, so from uh, 7 in the morning uh, to uh, se- uh, midnight, and I still love it, I think it's, uh, the song is finished. And, but most of the time it's very, um, when, for, for instance, uh, Flashback FM was, uh, was my favorite album ever. I'm very proud of the, of this one. And I, uh, we spent almost three or three years, I think, uh, to, to finalize, uh, the, the album. Wow. Okay. Um, mm. And then I saw, so after, you went on to release several EPs written during your travels and you've played in numerous concerts around the world. Um, you've played all over the place. Um, so how much are you missing performing live? Mm. Um, to be honest, uh, I feel very stressed when I'm on stage. Uh, even after years of touring, um, actually, I, I have to do everything on stage uh, to be frontman, uh, to, um, to, to play uh, guitars, keyboards. It's not like just uh, DJing. Uh, I have a lot of things to do on stage and I'm, I'm just, just by myself. And so, yeah, I'm always very stressed. Um, so I, I'm not really missing it like that, but I'd like to, to tour again with the band and uh, it's a plan for the future with the uh, flashback and uh, Ricky Ducati. So um, what I prefer the most uh, anyway is composing in my studio. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you prefer being at home in the studio then? Yeah, yeah, it's my favorite thing. Actually, I think I need both. But um, I, I don't want to tour like I did before, uh, alone. It's very hard to, to discover a lot of things and not share with uh, other musicians. Uh, and this is a plan for the, for the next tour, and I can't wait to, to play uh, again with musicians. Mm. Um, so what's one of your favorite live concert memories of one of your performances? I know you just said you find them a bit stressful, but um, you must have a, a standout moment or a sort of moment where you wanted to pinch yourself or something. 
Um, actually, some some of them are. I, I can't forget some of them, like the Olympia. But my, I think the the most uh, uh, the most memor um, the most memorying uh, the, the best my favorite um, performance was probably um, for cer the circle. Maybe you know uh, it's a French media that is famous for filming outdoor performance. Mm -hmm. uh, they made me play it on the top of the Tour Eiffel, and I was the first artist to go up there for a live. Uh, it was very unique. Uh, it was uh, four years ago, and uh, we also did a live performance in the clear waters of Tahiti. Uh, I was on the boat, uh, we played at six in the morning and the two lights are on YouTube now and the view is very stunning. Uh, so I uh, watch the Eiffel Tower one if you love Paris and uh, uh, maybe the Tahiti one if you miss summer. <laughs> okay, very cool though, very cool examples. Um, yeah. Was, so uh, yeah. after your singles got it made and they said and move, so yourself and Ricky Ducati released I Know and the video showed 3D modelings of you both trying to connect from different worlds, which is a bit of a nod to the, you know, the digital nature of the remote collaboration from LA to Paris, isn't it? So where did you get mm. the, um, the idea for this concept from? Actually, um, at the beginning, we were supposed to, uh, to meet, each, meet each other in LA to... Uh, to, to, to make a clip, video clip and shooting. And uh, because of the pandemic, we, we, we were uh, at home. So we, we found uh, this uh, concept uh, because of the pandemic, actually. Uh, we, Ricky and I absolutely want to, uh, to have a free uh, D robots. Um, for, and, uh, and when we working on um, I know, the I know clip, the idea of modeling our bodies came up. Uh, so, because it's like, uh, um, we, we want to be human, uh, after, uh, being a robot in our music. And this is the concept uh, behind the flashback FM. It's, uh, we, we mix, uh, electronic music and, uh, and, uh, 70, 80s inspiration, uh, with the real instruments. So we use our own sample, uh, in our song. So we wanted we wanted our public to know how we fed between the two worlds and that we were living in two different countries. Okay, I understand. Yeah, that's quite clever then. Um, so originally, yeah. where did you and Ricky meet? Uh, we first met in Paris in uh, back in 2016 uh, when we work on the um, on my uh, rework live. Uh, it, it's a song. Uh, in, uh, in my Panorama album. And since then, I visited him uh, in uh, Los Angeles and uh, we, I think we became friends uh, in Silver Lake, uh, in Silver Lake area in Los Angeles. He also visited me in Paris or in, in the south of France where I live uh, because he, he was very, uh, he, he wants to, to visit France and uh, other cities uh, than Paris. So it's funny because Nice uh, looks like a bit like LA in mm -hmm. France. Uh, it's it's uh, of course uh, very it's smaller, but uh, but the the vibe are are pretty similar, I think. So we have this music connection, but we also uh, we also friends. 
Okay, lovely. And so then after that, how did you develop your sound together? Um, actually, I think we, we have a common influence. Uh, Ricky's voice has always inspired me. So it was, for me, it was very obvious to work with him. Uh, at the beginning, he was a bit, um, I don't know, it, uh, it takes time to trust me because every time I, I, I say them, I'm, I'm very uh, perfect, um, perfectionist. I mm-hmm. don't know if, if we said that. Yeah. And uh, I, I take a lot of time to send demo and, uh, and, and want to be sure he will love my, uh, my sound and my demo. So, so yeah, I, I, asked, uh, I asked if he had melodies to send, top lines. I sent him some demo and we started to compose from there. Just uh, uh, we keep the best, the best... Uh, the best demos, the best top lines, and we did a lot of different versions for each track. Uh, we had very similar influence, and um, apart from working on track, we also discussed a lot about the the genre we wanted for this album. Uh, Ricky is a top liner, uh, so he, he used to uh, write a lot of different music. The same for me, uh, because I uh, sometimes you know it's I think the, the the most complicated uh, things is to find your your sound, you know. So it was very hard because we we, we do a lot of things and yeah, we 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 talk a lot about this, and we even thought about a visual aesthetic too. Um, it's how we developed the project uh, Flashback FM with uh, we we thought about um, aesthetic uh, a lot. I'm very influenced by uh, film and uh, and movies and um, uh, photo photography. So uh, Richard inspired with the hate touch also on the visual sound clips. Okay, that makes sense. And you both have yeah. very different musical influences, don't you? So how does this affect your music together? Um, yeah, actually we have a similar musical influence, uh, but some different one. I think um, Ricky really loved the garage sound. Uh, I like it too uh, for the rock, uh, um, the rock sound. Uh, I really love guitars and uh, and everything. But I, it's not obvious as people know me as an electronic music producer. Uh, but I'm also a fan of rock, and I think Ricky brought his singular voice. Um, it's very hard now. Um, with my experience, I, I think. It's very hard now to find singer with the vintage influence in the way they sing. Uh, not generic, you know. We listen a lot of uh, lot of things now. It's I don't know, but on radio, it's very uh, hard to, in France. Um, in, in case uh, it's hard to to listen uh, vintage influence and uh, in the voice. Mm-hmm. So I brought my old French that influence to 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 his uh to his voice and and that's it (laughs) okay let's have a listen to the track i know in this live session We can do it right Let me give me 
everyone knows I'm a summertime I'm here, I'm yours for the night Just a second, hold on, let me say it right Don't wanna stop, don't wanna run away Taking a shot, just out of ricochet I just wanna be in the fire I just wanna be in the fire I just wanna be with you night and day I just wanna be with you, I just wanna be with you you for that um so what is, what is the vibe behind this track what inspired it um uh, the story behind this song is very uh, weird <laughs> ricky sent me the first demo and it sounded like a new drake song uh like a very um it, it was not the same rise not the same feeling and I'm, i was not comfortable with it just because For me, the sound was deeper. The, the, the lyrics and uh, and the, the melody sound. For me, it was very deeper. So I decided to bring an opposite feeling, uh, adding synthesizer and some minor chords. 
And actually, it was very, very funny to make. I think it's one of his favorite uh, favorite um, exchange. <laughs> mm, okay, interesting. And um, so this track is taken from your debut album, Flashback FM, which is available February 12th. So you're drawing from lots of influences here, disco, soul, R&B, pop, and it's a bit of a homage to the past, isn't it? So a trip back through time almost. So... Tell me about all the musical influences on this album and the concept behind it. Um, actually, Flashback Femme is a collection of songs that we put together uh, to express our love for the 70s, 80s culture and music. That's why we create our own uh, radio. Um, we wrote the lyrics to reflect uh, our experience in LA together, like uh, diving in LA, uh, walking in uh, Silver Lake area and uh, Pasadena. Uh, actually, I, Ricky is a Canadian, so now he, he lived in, uh, in LA for uh, 10 years uh, with his wife. And it's, I think he has another vision uh, of LA than me. And, and me, I'm, I still discovering this city. Um, maybe one day I will, uh, I will live there. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So why is Flashback FM a new direction for you artistically? Um, actually, it's very different because I, in my old song, I, I never use guitars and, all um, vintage sound, vintage synthesizer. Uh, it's a new direction. I did the first time that I do a full album with the same singer. Uh, usually, every tag has its singer, like Aloha and with Marine or Sunday with uh, Goldwash. Actually, my um, my philosophy changed with this album. Uh, b- before this album, I, I thought a lot like uh, making a hit song or uh, making a a good song just with the, even if the singer change, but flashback fun flashback is more than that. Uh, it's really an artistic collaboration. And for now, uh, artistic, artistically speaking, sorry, uh, it, the album that I prefer, like I said before, uh, because it's very, uh, personal. It means a lot for us. Uh, so let's see what the future holds with, for Ricky and I, but I'm really proud to have initiated this music evolution. And I think we will do more music, uh, later. Okay, all exciting. And um, so I see you were attracted, obviously, by the imperfect music of an era where the computer had not yet taken over. So tell tell me about how this inspired you to capture a more retro sound on this album. Um, Actually, I I, I used a lot of instruments, uh, analog from uh, the 80s, like the Juno, the Oberheim, the Dave Smith, Dave Smith instruments, uh, Dave Smith instruments. Uh, I really love uh, create my own sample and play with it. So I think to, to get um, what I really like uh, in the in this, I really love uh, combine the the just just the, the real music and the technology f- uh, from now the the new technology to get uh, sound more vintage. Uh, I used a, a lot of uh, reverb and old compressor emulation. 
So I think I really love the warm, the you know the warm sounds mm. uh, of this. It, it's not easy uh, to to get it uh, now, but I really like also very um, new electronic music. Like I think I, I think uh, artists like uh, John Hopkins, uh, people uh, you know. I really love the synthese. <laughs> I don't know if um, I really love create new sound too, and I think the mix mix um, a warm sound and uh, and new technology. It's a, it's a good uh, is, it's a good solution. Uh, sorry, but uh, I hope you understand what I mean. <laughs> no, no, I definitely do. It's You're using that, new technology to create um, more yeah. vintage sounds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I, I think I, I want to humanize a lot, uh, humanize my music. Okay, gotcha. And um, for your new album, did you have any go-to or key bits of production technology that you used to create this um, uh, more vintage sound, like plugins, um, etc.? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm working. Uh, actually, I'm working exclusively with Ableton. Um, I used uh, lots of Fab Filter plugins, uh, Universal Audio too, uh, because they are very, very, very good emulation for uh, all the old um, machines and uh, some cheap and free plugins too. Um, also, I think the the key. Is to record your own uh, your own sample, your own guitar, your own synthesizer, and play play everything. Uh, now it's very easy to to to, uh, to download a sample pack and uh, a lot of things. So you you can get a unique sound with uh, if if everyone uh, uses the same sample pack. So I think the key is to uh, record and play and. And mix, and you know, and uh, I don't, I don't say uh, not using sample pack because sometimes it can be very useful. But um, but really, I think it's cool to use it like a tool, and not like uh, you know, like me. Uh, I don't, I don't know, but like uh, I think it's very important, yeah, to to record your uh, your synthesizer, bass, guitar, and everything to get the retro sound. Okay, interesting. And um, what about the rest of this year in terms of music plans? Have you got anything else you're working on at the moment? Um, actually, like now I just uh, focused on the album release uh, on Friday, February 12th. So after, uh, so Friday, this Friday. Um, after that, I will spend a few weeks on promoting it uh, with interview videos and uh, socials. Uh, in addition to that, I also compose uh, a new a new EP uh, with Ricky. So we have a lot of actually we we release only uh, fifteen songs uh, on this album, but we have um, probably uh, forty demo uh, in progress. So so yeah, we we will release probably a new uh, album later and. Actually, I also compose and produce for other artists, uh, so I may be busy for a long time, I think, uh, until the tour uh, <laughs> starts again. Okay. But my dream will be. But actually, my dream will be able to visit Ricky in LA when borders will reopen. Uh, now it's. it's I, I saw Ricky um, one year ago. 
uh, and I really need to, uh, you know, uh, share moments with him. Uh, you know, not only making music, but I think it's very important to, um, you know, to to make sense. Uh, to um, the album is is not only uh, for me. Our album is not only uh, music; it's music and uh, friendship. And I'd love to to see him again. And I'd love to perform in France and in Europe if we can rehearse and travel. Mm. So I can't wait actually. And the, the, the big, the big plan is uh, rehearsal for uh, a, a tour uh, the next year. Okay. Well, um, I think that's a lovely and optimistic note to end on then. So I really hope that you two can meet up and everything goes well, you know, later on this year. Um, so thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you, Alice. All right. Thank you. Bye. 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 Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.